Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Actually, I do want a lot for Christmas. Happy Christmas, Georgia. (laughs) Happy Christmas. Oh, Christmas Eve, (laughs) hey? I know. What are you doing on Christmas Eve? Well, my day has just begun with the podcast and I will be in a Chris Rea fashion driving home for Christmas. Driving you home for Christmas, because I'm on heart today, four till seven, getting the nation home. Oh, so No, don't say that! <laughs> I, I love feel, my I job. I love it. I think it's fab, but I do feel sorry for you that you're not actually at home, and you're getting everyone else home. I'm not going to be able to put my but kids in But that's about, that's bed. what you're like. You're doing everything for everyone else. I know. Look, it is what it is. It, l- luckily, I love my job so much, the other job, um, so it's fine. I do feel slightly sad that I'm not going to put my kids to bed tonight, but... When I creep in, they might think I'm Santa. They might. <laughs> Are you going to dress up? Yes. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm driving down to my sister's tonight in the south of England and I'm going to wake up and hopefully we'll have a snowy day tomorrow on Christmas Day. Oh, lovely. It'll be nice, won't it? Well, what are you doing? I'm sitting um, in boxes because I've just moved house. How did the move go? Um, Carnage. <laughs> <laughs> Don't really need to say anymore, do I? Um, and then we are probably going to head and see family tomorrow and then... We we have to come home early because James has a game on Boxing Day. So Christmas for us is like short and sweet. Well, I know. It's I can empathise because <laughs> we're both married to the sportsman and, yeah. and you just don't really get a long period. But you can make the most of Christmas Day and you can be the one that drinks all the drinks. Yes, because last year I couldn't drink. So this year yeah. I can make up for it. She's going to get shit faced. Will there be any fights? No fights. No arguments. No, no, no arguments. My family are not very confrontational. Are you going to have arguments? No, mine are not confront. Well, look, to be fair, um, never say never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine? We'll come back in the new year. We've got black eyes and there's been like a big bust up. <laughs> it happened, not an actual physical bust up, but when we had 
Christmas with both the families. I thought it was a really good idea. The year that we got engaged, which was the year that Luna was born, 2016, we went to Bath for Christmas. Oh, wow. Doz's mum, sister, oh, my mum, her boyfriend, Tim. And then, I mean, the, a real low point was on Boxing Day when I walked past the kitchen in this rented house and I could hear his mother saying to my mother, are you rolling your eyes at me? And oh. I thought, oh, fucking hell, here we go. God. It's going to be a scene from EastEnders Family. Oh, so good luck to everyone tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> Keep it calm. So this is nice. We're, um, we've decided because it's Christmas, we are going to do a Christmas Q&A. Although, yeah. although it's not actually related to Christmas, it's just a Q&A on Christmas Day. It's basically what you guys wanted to ask us. So if yeah. you'd asked us Christmassy questions, we would have answered them. But <laughs> so far, I can't see any. <laughs> um, do you want to kick us off, G? Um, yeah, I can. Um, so interested to know about transitioning from formula to normal milk. When and how? Oh, this is I'm not the one very to, topical at the moment isn't it yeah Kit's obviously been having such a really tough time with his eczema and he um has been on near Kate since he was about 10 weeks old and just recently in the last six weeks I've taken him off the near Kate and I put him onto oat milk because I drink oat milk we have it in the house it's such a ball ache to get the near Kate I mean like seriously going up so to how the chemist. old was he when you stopped <clears throat> the near Kate so he was 19 months okay he only has one bottle a day so in my head and we've started to introduce bits of dairy at home because obviously when we went for his allergy testing he was only really allergic to egg and they told me that I could start doing the milk ladder so he's having like tiny bits of butter and you know obviously staying away from egg but but I just thought well we're sort of done with the near Kate now he seems to be getting slightly better let's put him onto oat milk so I just did this I just did the switch yeah I I just did a uh, I think one day we ran out of formula with yeah Axel. I think he was one maybe not even one I mean um, co- correct us if, if we're wrong but I think from one you're allowed to give cow's milk well whatever milk yeah whatever milk you want to give yeah um I think that's right yeah I think that's right as well but it doesn't have to be that big of a transition I don't no. think I think if they're down to one or two bottles a day yeah then you could just make the switch. And if they like the taste, then... Yeah, and if you don't want to go down the cow's milk route, you can absolutely go down. Goat's milk is easier to digest. There's obviously so many great nut milks. um, And, you know, you shouldn't... Apparently, you shouldn't give rice milk till they're two. So that's something to think about. But have a little look. Outpro, Soya, do a really good growing up milk, which we've just started to give Kit now with the giraffe on the front. So I would go um, and speak to somebody that you trust. Maybe it's a dietitian or a nutritionist or whatever and just kind of get like an overview on it. But I think it's from one. Yeah, I think it's from one but yeah don't stress about the switch because it's usually really quite simple and I actually think that other milks are tastier than the formula milks yeah definitely like the near cake tastes like ass oh yeah and and smells like ass as well (laughs) no it's ass ass smells like ass (laughs) right what foundation do you use oh a quick switch onto beauty I love this me too you go first because I'm in a foundation predicament at the moment oh interested to hear I am an absolute sworn Charlotte Tilbury fan um, I use Wonder Glow as like a primer, which has got like a bit of a shimmer in it. People yeah. always ask me why my skin looks slightly sort of shimmery. and It's beautiful. Oh. It's super glowy. Oh, thanks. That's because... I was going to say something really sick, then, but that's because of, of my are. foundation. And then I use the light one that I mix shades six and seven together, and it gives a nice coverage, not too heavy, but still makes you feel dewy. Yeah, that's lovely. a good one. Worth it. I'm thinking you? of making the switch over to Charlotte Tilbury. 
I feel like, I don't know if it's because I'm using loads of retinol at the moment, but none of my foundations are sitting properly on my face. So I used to use Laura Mercier silk creme for like my whole life. Love that. I absolutely love it, but now it just looks flat. So then I've been using a Givenchy one, which I do quite like. Um, Bit drying? Well, it's just not super glowy. That's the thing. I love mm. that like dewy, glowy effect. Um, so yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll make the switch over. You tried that um, Rihanna's Fenty, didn't you? Is that I loved it, but I don't think it lasted on my face very well. And also, I love that It Cosmetics CC cream. But again, I found that it wore off around my chin and around my nose. Mm. And that's the thing. Like, when you go and have a foundation, like, when you go and try a foundation, don't just buy it there and then. Leave it on your skin. Go off. and Because it needs to last... 10 hours, 8 hours, doesn't it really? <laughs> Who shops for 10 hours though? Just pop around the, pop around <laughs> the uh, department for 10 hours. Or you know, like yeah. go home and yeah. then see what it looks like yeah. and then go back and buy it because that's the thing. Some of them look great as soon as you put them on but then they just don't last on that's your skin. That's a really good tip. Both Georgia and I also love Laura Mercer Secret Camouflage. It's absolutely uh, yes. our wonder product because it kind of, it just gives you that incredible kind of filtered look on your cheeks if you're trying and then you can put your blush on top of it so yeah. it covers up any pores or any kind of it know, is that's mark. like a hero product oh isn't it's amazing it? um okay i'm going to move on to something more serious um any tips on managing reflux when weaning my eight month old is on omeprazole oh well i can completely sympathize and empathize with this one it's an absolute minefield um but it's good that you've got your little one on Emeprazole because that has been our lifesaver for us. That's worked. So I think with um, weaning for reflux, they obviously have, it's an acid problem. So unfortunately, things, certain fruits are very acidic and Kit won't touch fruit. I mean, I've tried a million times to put fruit down in front of him. He doesn't want it. He's not interested in it. And that must go back to when he had the reflux. Yeah. And I was spoon feeding him all these kind of fruit purees that I've made. Um, So I think obviously kind of try and keep the food as bland as possible. Yeah, like basic, isn't it? It's It's, like stick to the basic foods. You know, white, I mean, I don't know, at eight months... No, can't have fish at. Okay. Yeah, they can have fish at. They can months. have fish at eight yeah, months. Can yeah, they? six months. I know this because I was reading Annabelle Carmel's book last night. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Kit basically loves things like porridge oats. He loves things like pasta. He, you know, he likes things like white fish, and I can get him to eat like a, a few like mashed potatoy things like that. But it's basically just keeping it as bland as possible at the beginning because they've obviously got a lot of acid reflux, acid going on in their gut, and yeah. it's like you just don't want to flare anything up. Exactly. I also found not trying anything new before bed. So if I was introducing anything, I mean, Axel only had slight, slight reflux, but even then, I wouldn't give anything new at like five o'clock. It would be like in the middle of the day. So mm. if he did have a bit of an upset tummy from it it mm. wouldn't be at night it would be during yep. the day and I'd see him and see the effect that it had on him it's a really good tip um, but we are not weaning experts by a long shot and no. we've both Georgia hasn't found it difficult she's amazing and a wonder woman when it comes to cooking and feeding <laughs> well, I on the other hand I'm like eh, sun bites again for dinner so I would definitely check out um, who do we love weaning expert was um well madeline shaw has got a weaning page now um joe wicks has got one annabelle yeah. carmel is yeah. great she's um, great she's got like a full toddler plan at home actually yeah and also and it has like plan. a thing at the back like a pullout and it says exactly like all the different stages of you know first taste then weaning and yeah. then when you need to introduce certain things so that's actually just really good to follow yeah um, Go to Georgia for the cooking questions. Come to me for the sex ones. Um, so next question. I would love to know any fitness tips that you've got. 
Well, we've come straight from Blaze today. We've got loads we? of fitness tips. <laughs> um, I think, firstly, just give yourself a break because you've just had a baby one, two, however many you've got at home, twins, triplets. And it is really, really hard to get back into it. But once you start doing it, you're going to feel so much better mentally and physically. For Georgia and I, it's not about how we look. It's about how we feel. Yeah. Um, I've suffered quite badly from the baby blues afterwards. So I think getting back into the gym or doing some yoga or doing some walking, whatever you do to make yourself feel good, do it as soon as you've had your six-week check. Absolutely, and just build it up slowly. Um, there's lots of exercises which we all think we should be doing straight after having a baby. Like I think HIIT training in, in, is one of them because we think it's going to like help us lose weight. But actually, it's not great to start that. You've got to start slowly, build it yeah. up. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think really the best thing to do is go to see a mummy MO, like a mummy physio, a mummy physio, a women's physio who can do a mummy MOT on you, and they mm. can give you some exercises which prepare you for going back to yeah. like fitness. And I think if you are at that stage where you know you've had all your checks and you're a bit further down the line yeah. and your kids are a little bit older, for me. You know, it is about HIIT training. Both Georgia and I love our HIIT sessions. Yes. And um, we do a class called Blaze, which is at David Lloyd, but they do loads of different classes like that across the country. Yeah, or doing your own circuits. We both love circuits, don't we? Just Because you're tricking, well, not tricking your body, but you're doing different moves constantly um, and switching it up. And also, I quite like the fact that if I really hate doing something, I know it's only 45 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I also think it's really good to chuck in a load of different exercises. So if you can do a spin one day you know and you can do some yoga the next day and then go for a nice walk the next you know just uh, the body gets used to exercise very quickly so if you can keep tricking it and keep getting your heart rate up that is how you burn calories yeah we love the gym today don't we we love it we're over it (laughs) um mental health in second pregnancy how did your pregnancy differ in terms of this mine was so different um, with Axel, I was totally fine, sailed through. With Gigi, it wasn't like that at all. I felt very confused, um, quite upset. I wasn't even sure if I wanted another baby at first. Um, so I felt quite resentful towards my husband because he was so, you know, he didn't have any of those feelings. He was totally set on having another baby. Oh, it was a complete, completely different second time round. I think when you haven't just got you to think about and you've got somebody else, like for me, Axel, um, I felt like the decision was so much bigger and... Yeah, I, I felt completely different. I didn't feel scared for the birth or anything like that. It was just more um, the impact that having another baby was going to have on our lives and our family. Yeah, and I think a lot of people will probably be going through that or have gone through that because yeah. it is, even though it's easier in terms of you know what's going to happen to your life and you know how to look after a child, it's the feelings that come with the second pregnancy. Yeah. How are you going to cope? What's going to happen to the bond between you and your first child? Are you stealing away precious time between you and them by introducing a new baby too soon? Yeah. You know, all of these things. Can you breastfeed? Do you want to bottle feed? What's going to happen during the... Like, it's just... Yeah, it, it is. It, it, it is a bit of a, a scary head fuck, as yeah, I Yeah, like and it. also <laughs> when you... When obviously later, later down the line in your pregnancy, if you're not feeling great, then you feel bad because you're not running around the park with your older one. It's just all yeah. of that kind of stuff. But 
now I look back on it, I think, why the hell did I worry? Because it's a, it's been lovely and mm. it's been like the best thing that mm. I could have done. And I think if you are suffering from any form of mental health during your pregnancy, the best thing to do is communicate with whoever you've got close to you and just tell them how you're feeling. For goodness sakes, please don't go quiet and say nothing. And just because people are going to come up to you, oh, you're having another baby. Isn't that wonderful? And, and you're like, no, no, I mean, it is wonderful, but I also just feel really rubbish and I can't yeah. stop crying. So talk about and that. And also tell your midwife as well, because um, they can flag it up on your notes and stuff and then they can make sure they ask you the right questions after Mm. see how you're doing and just check in with you a little bit more Mm. um so yeah definitely um what are your christmas traditions (laughs) well funny you should say that (laughs) i love christmas (laughs) thanks mariah we'll come back to you in a second um (laughs) our producer's pissing herself laughing Mariah is in the room. She is present. My Christmas, uh, my Christmas traditions are obviously we have a lovely tree at home. We do um, a letter from Father Christmas, which this year we've done through Classic Santa. Oh, did you do that? Yeah, yeah it's cool. amazing. The letters arrived last night, oh, and Luna was like, <gasps> "I was like, it's from the North Pole." And I was like, "Who's it from?" She goes penguins I was like no no it's Father Christmas it's the big guy and we read it in bed together last night so either I or you know this year Classic Santa have written a letter pretending to be Father Christmas and that was really really special so I read that with Luna last night we do the tree Um, we always go for a Boxing Day walk on the beach Um, down because I'm from sort of Kent East Sussex area so we go down to Camber Sands we all like tog up take the dogs down just walk I mean in the pub on Christmas Eve Aww. I'm going to be heading there tonight. <sighs> Don't drink all the drinks without me. And everyone meets up there and it's really lovely. And then we're just with family. My mum obviously lives in Kenya, so she's not around. Um, but this year we're going to go and see her on the 29th of December. And we've actually got a family holiday. We're going to be away for 12 days. I'm so jealous. In the sunshine. Lovely. I can't wait. <laughs> what about you? Um, well, mine's changed because of my husband's job. But we, yeah, we do a, a letter to Santa. My dad nearly always writes the reply. And he used to do that for me when I was younger as well. Um, so he'll write a reply for Axel. I can imagine uh, your dad dressing up as Father Christmas. Has he ever yeah, done that before? Well, he, he tries to pretend that he is Father Christmas <laughs> because it's St. Nicholas and his name's Nicholas. Hmm. So I mean, probably till I was about 12, I pretty much believed him so you oh know God, you're so only child syndrome <laughs> exactly my dad is father christmas <laughs> yeah. at school and he, and he keeps telling like axel you know billy billy knows we call him billy billy bunter he eats too much um but we, we, he says but you know billy billy knows father christmas because i'm saint nicholas my name's nicholas so he, axel probably believes that he's related to him in some way <laughs> it's anyway. so cute um so yeah we just do all the normal stuff yeah like um carrots and stuff down for the reindeers yeah. and then we'll take a bite out of them but this year we're in a new house and we're trying to decide where santa's going to come down the chimney into because axel doesn't want a chimney yeah so there's a fireplace in most rooms it's like a really old house so um axel doesn't want santa to come in his bedroom so because we had a lovely idea that we'd put the stocking in the fireplace yeah, in his be bedroom bit, he doesn't creepy. want him in his bedroom so we're gonna have to put i don't want santa in my bedroom either (laughs) (laughs) axel wants him in the garden yeah so we'll make a plan later brilliant brilliant no one wants no one wants a really creepy old man coming into their bedroom weird, isn't it slightly do either of you want any more babies oh god do you know what i can't believe i'm gonna say this on the podcast you do no but the thing is is that dozer has had a vasectomy yeah right 
So we can't have any more children. They and are we made reversible. the deci- decision not to have any more kids. But oh, I don't know. I think I do. I just, I don't know if I do or not. I sometimes do. I mean, Kit's not a baby anymore. He's grown up so big and he can say mummy and he can kick footballs and he doesn't want cuddles. And it's like, I want a baby again. I think I do. I think part of me does. We're not going to. We can't afford it. <laughs> it's crippling us financially, but... They're so cute. How do you know when you're done? That's the thing, isn't it? Like, Your husband has a vasectomy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, well, they're reversible. I always think, are they? He's yeah. They know they're, yeah, they, are, they are, but he's like, I can't go no back. Way. I can't go back through that pain. Do you want any more? No, 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 no. I don't want any more. I definitely bet you not. have another baby. See, everyone keeps saying this to me, and now when I say it, I'm thinking, am I lying? Oh my god! Like, you no, no, no. Baby? I really, in my head, I don't want any more. But I think because everyone in the outside thinks I will. Yeah. Now I'm confused, but no, I really. I tell you what, I'm it is. so happy. You're such a natural mother. You just breeze through <laughs> it, Georgie. You do, and she's so easy. She's so like she doesn't cry, does she, Emo? Emo's shaking her head. No, I know she's easy, and I'm really but lucky. That's because of you. But I'm not going to jinx it. No, I've had my luck. Yeah, I met this woman in the gym today, and, and yeah. I, um, she was like, "Oh, how many have you got?" And I was like, "Oh, two and stepdaughter Ryla." And I was like, "What about you?" She goes, four And I was like, four And she goes, "We had to. I went for one more." identical twins twins yeah you hear that a lot don't you I know imagine that I was with someone yesterday who's got five and I said do you think you'll have any more she goes oh yeah mother of all adventures yeah Jade yeah she's amazing hi Jade we love you but how have you had five children five children not your question no no we're not having any more babies we're not having any more babies for now (laughs) (laughs) what is the main difference between raising little boys and little girls what an interesting question yeah because I'd love to say there is no difference but I think there is go on because this could be an interesting one I just well baby in terms of babies Gigi is a completely different baby to Axel Gigi is quiet um sweet you know like very that's just how you'd imagine a little girl to be I guess <laughs> and Axel, be careful with your stereotypes no I am you? I'm not I don't want to be but I'm just saying it how it's happened right like, I mean I dress Axel in girls clothes all the time so yeah, you know that's true <laughs> <laughs> but Axel was loud would crash and bang stuff around I found it really different like mm. already but obviously you're further along so where I don't even know where to begin they are just different people and yeah. different they just happen to be different genders but they're just I don't look at them as it's, it's really hard because they're just such big personalities both of them but it's not because one's a boy and one's a girl yeah. the only difference and this is sort of it, Kit is a bit more straightforward and Luna is a bit more emotionally complex but that's because she's older and she can articulate it a bit better maybe yeah. he'll be like that as he grows up that's the thing you, you know, don't know she, if it's to do with being a boy and a girl it's just different children it's just very different I, I mean what can I say there's always been balls lying around the house yeah and Luna <laughs> sorry there we go she's taking it there not me there's just balls everywhere in the house um, since Luna was a baby she's never wanted to kick a ball and Kit is obsessed with kicking balls and he kicks footballs all day long and that's nothing that I've pushed on them or done to them Luna wants to go to ballet I said should we go to Little, little Kickers on Saturday morning no I want to do my ballet so you know that is just what it is I don't know whether it's to do with children or genders I don't yeah, know yeah I don't know either um, 
and I guess we're gonna learn. I think yeah. I think the main difference will come when they be, when they're older, yeah. like when they're teenagers. I yeah. think that's probably when there's a big mm. difference between raising boys and girls. D- Dozer often says to me when Kit falls over, "Don't rush to him. Don't rush to him. He's a boy." Like it's a statement that he makes quite a lot. Don't rush to him. Don't rush to him. He's a boy. And I'm like, I don't care if it's a boy or a girl. He, my child is lying on the ground and he scratched his knee. I'm gonna rush to him and check that he's okay. Now yeah. that is that is that's coming from an alpha male who probably needs to have a look at that so I do say to him I'm like you know that's the one because it doesn't matter to me I just see my child in pain exactly but there is that whole stereotype of like you've got to leave them they're they're boys they've got to toughen up but I'm I'm I am bringing up a strong vulnerable emotional you know smart funny boy who's going to treat women and men equally yeah exactly I hope I know I think we've both got husbands who have the whole don't cry don't don't cry sort of thing but we'll see what James is like with Gigi James (laughs) cries like a little baby anyway yeah exactly (laughs) he actually does as well (laughs) out of both of us I'm definitely not the crier no does the mum guilt ever go away no no it really doesn't does it not at all well definitely not now we're, we're three years in and it's not it's not going away like today Luna I was putting Luna's boots on and I was going off to work and she said why do you have to go to work mummy and it's a question that she says to me all the time always comes out of her mouth and I always say the same thing I said mummy loves her work and makes mummy really happy to work but I also we need to go to work and I was like both mummy and daddy need to earn money for the family she goes right okay and she goes but when you're coming back and I knew that I wasn't going to be back for bedtime. So I was like, Lucy's going to put you in bed tonight. And, and, and she just looked at me and burst into tears. And I just howled. It's so heartbreaking. It, it hasn't so gone hard. away. She's three and a half. And I find it impossible to make everything work. Something has to sacrif- be, be sacrificed. And tonight it's bedtime with them. And I don't like missing their bedtime. I hate it. And tomorrow night I'm hosting. Oh, no, because tomorrow night's Christmas. Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. And, you know, last week I had to host a ball and I missed bedtime again. And it was like two nights that I hadn't put to bed. It was just, yeah, it never goes away and answers your question. No, it doesn't. But I would also um, remember, like, I don't remember my mum and dad not putting me to bed. No. And there would be loads and loads of times when they didn't. Do you think? Yeah, there were loads and loads. They used to go out twice a week. They used to have a babysitter and they used to go out and not put me to bed. I don't remember. I don't remember them missing a bed. Do you know what I mean? I don't remember it. It's not scarred me at all. And I do have to remind myself of that sometimes because I hate missing bedtime. Do you feel guilty? Yes. What do you feel guilty about? Um, Mostly I feel guilty about splitting my time between Axel and Gigi because Axel is so well behaved when I have him on my own. He's a a dream when I have him on my own. And then I think, oh, it's just because he wants attention. I know. That's, That's what I find so hard. Um, they do though and they behave differently for different people the kids do you know like Nana Corrin comes back and says oh 10 out of 10 for behaviour and they were so good please and thank yous and you know this and it's like (laughs) they've been absolute little horrors for me and they do and they do do that and they do push their boundaries like that but yeah I, I feel guilty I feel guilty that you know that Luna got to put up a Christmas tree with her childminder and not with me you know the decorations I didn't you know didn't really get to do them with her only like a few because I was busy working so things like that break me inside but there's nothing I can do about that I'm making a choice I've got to stand by it and I think if you you know if you're suffering guilt is a completely ridiculous it is ridiculous we all experience it but it's a waste of an emotion you've got to try and dump it if you can because you know 
there's nothing you do about it. Exactly, exactly. And you're doing your best. You are. And we love you. <laughs> um, I like this one. Um, baby led versus spoon fed weaning. Good question. Um, for me, it was a combo. So we did combination feeding for both the kids. I'm obviously a bit anal about food and don't really know much about it, um, but getting better. So I like to put a little bit of overcooked steamed broccoli down there or some steamed carrots and put the veg in front so they can feel it and bits of toast and pasta and stuff. And then in the mouth. That's exactly exactly what I'm doing at the moment yeah. with Gigi. Yeah, I put bits down on her um, plate and then, um, yeah, then I use puree sometimes as well. Yeah. It's just a mixture. I just think you don't have, it's not like we only eat one way, is it? Like mm. we eat soup and, and sushi. Yeah, but, you know. I regularly eat with my hands. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I was having um, sushi the other day and someone said, you want me to, um, do, do you want these um, chopsticks? And I was like, <laughs> Oh, I've just eating my whole sushi just in my hands. But it's quite nice. <laughs> yeah. And I like to eat chips in my hands too. Oh, so do I. Yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Um, um, what childcare option do you have for your kids, i.e. nursery and a childminder? Question mark. Thank you to Sarah for that question. Cool. Um, my childcare situation is a little bit muddled now. So Axel's at preschool, but that's only ever 9.15 to 2.15. Um, five days, well, five, three days he does that, and then 9.15 to 12.15 the other two days. Who does the pickups and the drop-offs? Me, really, because wow. I'm not at my normal job at the moment. So that's where I wouldn't be able to do it. Absolutely couldn't do it, but... With this job, obviously, I can work around it. Um, my mum will travel over from South London to pick Axel up if I'm um, recording or doing anything. And obviously, I can bring Gigi to a lot of stuff. Um, but we are going to look at a part-time nanny. We did that when we moved before um, with Axel. We had one two days a week. And I think we might do that again. Because um, when Axel goes to school, everything changes again. It's just complete. And Axel goes to school in September. I know, yeah. <sighs> and then you've got... I mean, I don't have any really thought about it, and I need to. I can't believe he's going to school. <gasps> Georgia, we're getting so old! <laughs> I know, but he was at nursery before, and that was a nursery where I could drop him at 7.30 in the morning and pick him up at 6.30 at night. Um, and it's a long old day, but do you know what? There are loads of kids there whose parents have to do that. Yeah. So there's so many options. You have quite a good situation at the moment, don't you? Yeah. We've finally got our childcare yeah. situation sorted and I'm doing everything in my power to never, ever, ever 
let it go. <laughs> we have got the most wonderful, wonderful three-day-a-week nanny. Her name is Lucy. We found her on the Surrey Nanny Network. I chatted to loads of wonderful, wonderful um, childcare technicians, I guess, nannies. Um, and But, you know, we just get a feel for somebody. Lucy's become part of the family, and I couldn't do it without her. She comes at 7.30 in the morning, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and stays until 5.30, 6 o'clock at night, and she can stay late if one of us gets stuck somewhere you know she's not like out the door and being like oh goodbye now I mean yeah. she's just so brilliant it's definitely the biggest expense in our life but you know for me it was a, a, it was cheaper to get somebody to look after them three days a week than send them both to nursery oh sending Fortunes. two children to nursery is crazy 75 crazy, crazy quid a day money. per child well yeah I mean I think Axel's was more than that yeah 81 so, or something yours, yeah it, it yeah. was 80 something um, um, and then we've also got um my lovely friend Hannah, who's one of my dear friends from from the area that we live in now, her mum used to be a like a childminder and loves kids, and they call her Nana Corin, and they basically think that she's their grand her grandma, um, and they go there, they spend days the odd day, like I can text her, like I've literally just texted her saying, "Can you have the kids tomorrow?" And she's yeah. like, "Yeah, absolutely." So we have got the dream scenario, and I I really look after them, and I love them dearly if you're listening <laughs> I love you so much I think you've got to set up your people if you haven't got family around haven't yeah, you yeah because we've got no family yeah because I'm so lucky that my mum doesn't work so she can sort of be with me when I need her to be yep. but also I don't want to rely on her my mum's busy running a charity <laughs> and has a school for kids with HIV in Kenya so she's got 135 of her own children to exactly. look after she's like I can't abandon them yeah um <laughs> So, how do you deal with mum anxiety? Do you ever get any of that, G? Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I feel anxious about certain things. Like, it's more just if I'm making the right decisions. Mm. Um, but I'm not a majorly anxious person. I'm like, just ignore, ignore it. <laughs> oh, the old ignore it. Uh, yeah, and then crumble. That's, that's my technique. Georgia, we've been friends for nearly four years now. <laughs> Have I not taught you anything? Talk it out. No, 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 no. I, I am getting better at talking it out, but I don't I don't really get that anxious. I get more anxious about, am I picking the right school? Am I asking the yeah. right questions? But then I also have a voice in the back of my head that's like, Georgia, just shut up. Don't worry about it. I, that's like my Georgia is such coping. a pillar of strength, right? She just carries. She's like a Trojan war horse, but like a bit. No, that's a compliment. You don't look like one. You are one. You just keep going. You just keep going and going and going. And she, she really does have her shit together. You really do have your shit together. I don't know how. It's amazing. Isn't how it? do you, how do you deal with mum anxiety? Well, just fall apart, don't I, and cry all the time. But that's just me. I do. But it a you lot. feel better after. I am a big crier. <laughs> I get stressed out about stuff quite easily. The machine is big, the juggle is real, and um, t- spinning all the plates and trying to keep them all in the air at the same time. You know, I'm doing a lot. It's not just made by mamas. It's like my TV and radio stuff. I've got the DJ and the writing. You know, it's just endless home life. So, yeah, how do I deal with mum anxiety? Um, I go to the gym, and that really resets me. I had a bad day on Monday where I couldn't stop crying, and I went to you know last Monday and I just just trained I tried to, I did I think I did five sessions last week so for me it's Very about good. exercise sex really <laughs> I helps was just me. gonna say boxing no. but then you chipped in with sex sex really helps my anxiety levels I feel really good after I have a good shag <laughs> did that creep you out because I said it looking in your no, eyes no I feel so, so relaxed feel the same? about this now do you feel the same no, not really. I, I prefer I prefer hitting a punch bag and pretending it's my husband's face, but, you know. 
<laughs> Either way. <laughs> I think, and also just, uh, like, I think it was Megan. We had Megan Lane on, and I think she was saying stuff about standing in your power. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I just have to, like, look at myself in the mirror and be like, you have got this, you are enough, you can do it, and put myself back together. But I'm definitely one of those people that um, is okay, is okay, is okay, is okay. <laughs> explode not okay yeah it's okay it's okay it's okay implode not okay so i do that quite a lot but that's my personality i think i do that though <laughs> your no, tantrums are like this i need to not put that on it really <laughs> terrible twos my little boy is coming up to two and the struggle is real non-stop screaming oh, no. help <laughs> oh. oh i'm sorry i'm sorry that is hell it is the terrible twos can be terrible. The testing twos, we like to call them. Yeah, testing twos. Firstly, go back and listen to our podcast with Chris and Rose from Expect the Best because there are some amazing tips in there. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that podcast every single parent should listen to because it changed our lives, didn't it? Those, those Chris and Rose are just so good at giving advice. Um, one thing that's come out, about Luna recently, she's a bit older, so this is a year later than you, because actually Kit is 20 months and is showing signs of starting to do bits of tantruming, but it's not they're not full-blown tantrums yet, so I think you've probably got it to come, sadly. Yeah. Um, I think the thing for you is to try and stay calm, um, raising your voice and shouting. It, I do it, it doesn't work. Um, I think it's okay to have a time out. Chris and Rose talk about a time out. Like, for example, if you're really stressed out about it and you're becoming more and more and more anxious and upset, you could put him in his cot and just say, look, mummy needs to step away for a few minutes. Then you know he's safe. I think um, coming down to their level, yeah. you know, t- t- talking to them in language that they understand, hugging them, you know, I'm more of a gentle parenting style. My husband is more naughty step you know oh me too i'm totally yeah are you gen- like I, gentle t- talking talking it out yeah talking um it out. yeah i sort of started changing my language quite a lot so it's, rather than being like stop crying i'm like why are you crying you don't need to cry you know that yeah. sort of thing yeah. or you know more what's wrong like listening yeah that's sort of that's the, it's that's hard what i've been when doing. a child isn't even two though because i don't know how much at, at almost two you can even i don't even kit's not he's saying a few words he can't communicate with me how he's really feeling yeah if he's ever upset or anxious i just give him a cuddle and i did it with luna the other day she was having a full-blown tantrum and i just got hold of her and i just said i'm mummy's here i'm not leaving you and i yeah. took her into a different room and I hugged her and hugged her and hugged her and she just stopped calm down yeah and also I think as well just don't worry about the tantrums when you're in public yeah because I think that can just make it worse yeah. they sense your anxiety yeah. and sometimes that will make it worse and so. and also in the next six months you'll be able to start introducing um, a wow board which Chris and Rose talk about on the podcast which is a really good way of rewarding them um, you know they have these wow moments you can put up stickers and the whole family can get involved in that so definitely listen to the podcast yes definitely so if you go to baby groups, what do you do with your day to entertain a baby slash kill time? So we're real outdoorsy people and we live, um, we don't live in a city. So we are like wellies on, full blown outfits and we're out in the woods. We're like building dens. We're jumping in muddy puddles. And I, I don't know how old your baby is, but I think just getting out and about and getting some fresh air. Instead Going of out for a walk. Sitting in the soft play. If the soft play is like, kill me now. <laughs> You know, I just can't, I cannot deal with any more of that. So we're out, we're like outdoors, whatever the weather. Yeah, for me, um, 
I find my everything's really busy with Gigi, even though I've, I haven't taken her to any groups apart from swimming um, yet, and I probably won't, to be honest. So I... To kill time, I go to the gym, I put her in the crash, then I bring her back, then she has a sleep. Um, just getting out, really. Yeah. Just not staying at home. Yeah. I think that's the main thing for yeah. me. And also, if you've got a mate that you can do all these things with, you know, peanuts are really good if you're like looking for people in the area to, to connect with. Because really, all you need is one or two mates who are going through the same thing, who've got kids the same age, and then whatever you do is a thing. Like, yeah, anywhere. It's fun. Yeah, you know, exactly. Even just drinking coffee around the park, you're like, let's talk. Yeah, whilst exactly. Those little shits go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think just get out and about if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Um, can we can we do what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? Yeah. What do you want for Christmas? A Dyson Air app. And I'm really hoping that it's under the tree tomorrow because if it's not, I'm just going to bite for myself anyway. You did not tell me that you wanted one of those. I would have got you one. They're supposed to be amazing. Yeah, I want that. And I'm going to be really honest. What do you want? I want a Dyson Hoover. This is not a sponsored. uh, This is not a sponsored (laughs) bit of content. By the way, we haven't even spoken about this. I've got this shitty old Hoover at home, which I've been going, and I, I, I think it's kicking out more stuff on the carpet than yeah. sucking up I have to go around to my neighbours and be like can I borrow your Henry every time I want a hoover so please please for God's sake someone buy me a hoover for Christmas tomorrow <laughs> how sad and that is sad. I want a dildo <laughs> I knew you was going to when yeah. you said duh I thought oh, oh I know here where we this go. Is listen I can't just have a hoover I need something else that vibrates yeah. <laughs> do you know what though Dyson hoover is like the best thing did, but if Dyson did vibrators they would be the best vibrators <laughs> maybe they will the suck and vibrate this is genius oh god oh. Oh, I've started to sweat a little bit. <laughs> so how to handle people buying so many toys for your kids, overwhelming for everyone? Do you know what? This is such a big thing. Um, Axel was sort of the first baby again in our family, like on my side of the family. So he has been so spoiled with toys. And so this is a real thing for us. I love that everyone in my family wants to buy him things. It's lovely, but we are managing it. Um And I think what we're going to do is a bit of a toy rotation. So tomorrow he'll obviously get lots of things, but maybe we won't let him open them all in one go and we'll sort of introduce them over the next couple of weeks. Mm, It's a nice Um, idea. Yeah, and then before um, we moved house... We made made him, I don't want to say made, but, you know, like we asked him to give some toys away to children that don't have as many toys as him um, so that he can understand that it isn't just about getting loads of toys. And I have really, really struggled with this. How on earth do you sort of teach them that it isn't just about getting toys when the focus is all around Christmas is so much around presents giving. Yeah, it's it giving. is giving giving it? giving 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 and yeah. they find it really hard they don't really understand Luna spent the entire Christmas last year crying and screaming and I wasn't angry with her I yeah. felt sorry for her because it was all too much for her I mean we've said to people please don't buy the kids anything this year that sounds really mean. I mean, the grandparents are going to get them something little, but we, we're not, it's not, I, I don't want them to be completely overloaded tomorrow. Yeah. I don't want that again. And they've got so many lovely things. And actually, you know, we've done a lot of charity shop buying again this year and lots of Facebook marketplace buying. And I think it's just about saying to them, I just keep reiterating constantly, you know, there are lots of people that don't have as much as us and we really need to like give back. So when you're finished playing with a toy, we'll take it down somewhere and we go to the charity shop with and them give, to do yeah. and give back. And like communication, if you don't want people to buy your kids loads of toys, 
tell them tell them yeah i've also sort of tried to get involved with um getting axel to pick toy for not pick toys pick presents for other people yeah. so it's not all around him just in our, our side of the family he's the only child so it's literally like everyone's looking at him you know yeah. like and he loves the limelight but you know he's the prince yeah yeah but he's not spoiled g you've done a good job there <laughs> yes <laughs> uh no. tips for potty training potty training yes my 18 month old has started to understand when she's been well that's amazing that is so good 18 months and doing that that's incredible brilliant Axel was the same as that he was really young when he started getting it and the nursery told me not to do it and I really 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 regret not just going with it because I think you just have to listen to your child if Mm. they're ready then they're ready that's fantastic Um, there's a couple of really good books Um, Princess Potty is amazing and there's a pirate pirate one, Pete, there? yeah, pirate Pete one, and they're really good potty. They're Chris and Rose also from Expect the Best recommended those two books. I did it with Luna. She picked it up really quickly after we we just read it every single night to her, and then she started to understand. Um, I also said, you know, there's going to be a really amazing a present arriving in the post for you, and that was a potty that she had chosen, and there was this pink one, and it had a little seat on it, and she was really into it. She was like, my potty, so. I think, you know, those are two really good tips. And then also just encouraging them to go, just giving them free time without their nappy on and just being at home and roaming around. But really, it shouldn't take that. This is a good piece of advice. It doesn't take that long. When a child is ready, we tried six months too early with Luna. She just turned two. She didn't get it. She just did not get it. So I just put the nappy back on her. Didn't make a big deal. Six months later, we tried again and she got it in three days. Yeah, that's the thing. It shouldn't take a long time. And also just language wise, Chris and Rose again said, even now with Gigi, when she does, when she does a poo in her nappy, I don't say like negative words, like it's stinky. I'll be like, well done. That's so good. So it's just about changing the language from something that could be perceived as negative. Um, and just making going to the toilet in general a really positive thing. Yeah, exactly. A wow moment. Yes, yes. indeed. Should we do one last one? Let's do one last one. Did your style change after being a mama? My body's changed so much and I feel lost. Oh, don't feel lost. No, don't feel lost. And I know that's really hard because everyone says you should be so happy that with what your body's done. But sometimes it can be really difficult to feel like that. I think it's about discovering a new you because you are different after you've had a baby. And what you used to wear might not make you feel good anymore. So it's about, for me, it's about finding a look that works for you. Like I take a lot of inspiration from people on Instagram and, you know, photographs of people that I see. Georgia is also my inspiration when it comes to Aww, fashion. She's got a great, mine. she's got a great eye. So I think if you can find stuff that works for you and your body, forget about trends or what you should be wearing. Yeah. And also just know that it will evolve. I don't know how old your baby is, but, you know, for now you might want to wear like a really great pair of, you know, leggings and like an oversized jumper with like a great coat and some trainers and that might be your kind of with a pair of shades and a beanie yeah you'll go to yeah Yeah, until you feel confident enough to you know minimize the baggy but the bagginess of the jumper and whatever makes you feel good it's all about feeling good and confident exactly yeah i think treat yourself to a few new things as well because everyone feels so much better when they've you know they've bought themselves a few nice things um i'm not buying jeans yet no so i would just just buy stuff that you can sort of 
feel comfortable in. Yeah, and also, I mean, the high street is absolutely amazing for picking up pieces. You don't have to spend a fortune. No. I always say that, you know, George was talking about jeans. If you're not comfortable getting jeans, fair enough. But like have an amazing blazer in your yes. wardrobe that you can wear with various different things. A great pair of white trainers or sparkly ones like George has got on today. <laughs> Christmas a, a, Like a really great coat. There's certain like, key pieces to your wardrobe that you can keep pulling out and putting with other things yeah. and finding a t-shirt that fits you really well is um, I think tip. it's key and it doesn't have to be expensive either and obviously like gorgeous knitwear and stuff knitwear doesn't show off your body so if you are struggling and feeling a bit like oh lumps and bumps and I'm not comfortable with this just get like a really amazing knitwear from Zara a jumper from Zara yeah like you know, rock it on Christmas Day tomorrow. <laughs> Have you got your Christmas Day outfit sorted? I haven't. No, I'm hoping I'll get given one tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm about giving or anything, but you know. Something secrety? Of course. How about you? Yeah, I'm going to seek full sequins. Full sequins. No, but not double sequins. Sequin skirt black fluffy jumper high heels oh lovely which will be on the floor by about one o'clock yeah I was gonna say I'm always super casual on Christmas day it's nice we're gonna we're gonna have a good one aren't we listen that is the end of the Christmas special George and I are gonna head home to our families me not quite yet but you shooting off now yeah I'm gonna have a drink on the train on the way home why not (laughs) am I gonna drink through my radio show I'm not if you're listening I am (laughs) Um, and we're gonna be back um, on New Year's Eve for a New Year's Eve best bits. Woohoo! We can't wait for that. Thank you so much for all your questions. As always, if you'd like to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, that would be amazing. And you can give us a little five stars as well. And please do drop us a message at Made by Mummers or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman. There you go. We'll see you next week. Happy Christmas! <laughs> Come on, Georgia! <laughs> we wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and, and lots of great New sex. Year. Oh, you ruined it. Sorry. <laughs> Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.